welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for all of your sisters and brothers in spirit. And remember, Whenever we express those higher qualities to any of the children of the living God, without judgment or partiality, we exemplify the true Christ consciousness and radiate most brilliantly the love and light of our own mighty I Am Presence. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life, and y'all be loved. I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing and perfect will. I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts, according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve, If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, Live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him, if he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 12. Let no debt remain outstanding, Accept the continuing debt to love one another, for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be, are summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. Romans 13 8-10 Why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, 
every tongue will acknowledge God. So then, each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. Therefore let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. Romans 14 10-13 And do this, understanding the present time, the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over, the day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently, as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 13 11-14 Isis Unveil, Chapter 13 As long as the year 1600, Gilbert, in his De Magnete, enunciated the principle that the globe itself is one vast magnet, and some of our advanced electricians are now beginning to realize that man too, possesses this property, and that the mutual attractions and repulsions of individuals toward each other may at least in part find their explanation in this fact. The experience of attendance upon spiritualistic circles corroborates this opinion. Says Professor Nicholas Wagner, of the University of St. Petersburg, heat, or perhaps the electricity of the investigators sitting in the circle, must concentrate itself in the table and gradually develop into motions. At the same time, or a little afterward, the physical force unites to assist the two other powers. By physical force, I mean that which evolves itself out of all the other forces of our organism, the combination into one general something of several separate forces, and capable, when combined, of manifesting itself in degree, according to the individuality. The progress of the phenomena he considers to be affected by the cold or the dryness of the atmosphere. Now, remembering what has been said as to the subtler forms of energy which the Hermetists have proved to exist in nature, and accepting the hypothesis enunciated by Mr. Wagner that the power which calls out these manifestations is centered in the mediums, may not the medium, by furnishing in himself a nucleus as perfect in its way as the system of permanent steel magnets in Wilde's battery, produce astral currents sufficiently strong to lift in their vortex a body even as ponderable as a human form? It is not necessary that the object lifted should assume a gyratory motion, for the phenomenon we are observing, unlike the whirlwind, is directed by an intelligence, which is capable of keeping the body to be raised within the ascending current and preventing its rotation. Levitation in this case would be a purely mechanical phenomenon. The inert body of the passive medium is lifted by a vortex created either by the elemental spirits, possibly, in some cases, by human ones, and sometimes through purely morbific causes, as in the cases of Professor Purdy's six somnambules. The levitation of the adept is, on the contrary, a magnetoelectric effect, as we have just stated. He has made the polarity of his body opposite to that of the atmosphere, and identical with that of the earth, hence, attractable by the former, retaining his consciousness the while. A like phenomenal levitation is possible also, when disease has changed the corporeal polarity of a patient, as disease always does in a greater or lesser degree. But, in such case, the lifted person would not be likely to remain conscious. H. P. Blavatsky In one series of observations upon whirlwinds, made in 1859, 
in the basin of the Rocky Mountains, a newspaper was caught up, to a height of some 200 feet, and there it oscillated to and fro across the track for some considerable time, whilst accompanying the onward motion. Of course scientists will say that a parallel cannot be instituted between this case and that of human levitation, that no vortex can be formed in a room by which a medium could be raised, but this is a question of astral light and spirit, which have their own peculiar dynamical laws. Those who understand the latter affirm that a concourse of people laboring under mental excitement, which reacts upon the physical system, throw off electromagnetic emanations, which, when sufficiently intense, can throw the whole circumambient atmosphere into perturbation. Force enough may actually be generated to create an electrical vortex, sufficiently powerful to produce many a strange phenomenon. With this hint, the whirling of the dervishes, and the wild dances, swayings, gesticulations, music, and shouts of devotees will be understood as all having a common object in view, namely, the creation of such astral conditions as favor psychological and physical phenomena. The rationale of religious revivals will also be better understood if this principle is borne in mind. But there is still another point to be considered. If the medium is a nucleus of magnetism and a conductor of that force, he would be subject to the same laws as a metallic conductor, and be attracted to his magnet. If therefore, a magnetic center of the requisite power was formed directly over him by the unseen powers presiding over the manifestations, why should not his body be lifted toward it, despite terrestrial gravity? We know that, in the case of a medium who is unconscious of the progress of the operation, it is necessary to first admit the fact of such an intelligence, and next, the possibility of the experiment being conducted as described. But, in view of the multifarious evidences offered, not only in our own researches, which claim no authority, but also in those of Mr. Crooks, and a great number of others, in many lands and at different epochs, we shall not turn aside from the main object of offering this hypothesis in the profitless endeavor to strengthen a case which scientific men will not consider with patience, even when sanctioned by the most distinguished of their own body. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 As your beloved Saint Germain has told you again and again, do not look to outer conditions for what you require, but turn constantly to your I Am Presence and expect everything from there, and expect it to give you what it knows you are going to require, and when that is the first thing you do, then whatever you do in the physical world will automatically be the right thing to cooperate with what is coming from within. Then you bring into outer world conditions, perhaps things that have never been here before, but things far in advance of what mankind has today. If you call for that to be always invincibly protected against all that is of the sinister force, whatever you draw into outer use no destructive force can touch, no one can take it from you, and it will never give you one instant of unhappiness. That is why I plead for all of you to make your calls constantly to your presence, send your love there, ask the presence to come into you, ask the presence to manage your world. Ask the presence to give you what it knows you are going to require. Then, you not only will have your struggle cease, but you won't have problems, because what comes from your presence into your outer use will only produce harmony and perfection that blesses all and brings freedom to all you contact. So, to live in the habit of drawing from our octave of life the perfection that is the next thing to be drawn into outer world conditions, will enable you to disconnect your attention from the old methods of gaining things from the outer world. 
And since the outer world is in such chaos and it is so uncertain, I offer you the absolute security that you hear so much about, and of which you have so little. All this security talk in the outer world, there is nothing secure in the outer world, except constant change. Beloved Elohim Cyclopea Beloved ones, we are offering you the supreme cosmic insurance of life. I sound commercial tonight, do I not? Applause. Thank you so much. I assure you, you'll never have a loss in the kind of security that we offer. Your only loss will be that of your human creations, and I'm sure you'll want to part with them. If you ever had a glimpse for just a few seconds, or one minute, into the realm of your own beloved I Am Presence cosmic activities, into the realm of the Ascended Master's octave, into our temples of the sacred fire, and could see the powers that are used to produce perfection, just three or four seconds or a half a minute observing that, would be an experience within you, you could never forget. And more than that, it would be a magnet within you to draw that into outer world activities, that you might give it for the freedom of life. So blessed ones, we are reversing the trial and error method, and I think you have had more error than you have had trial almost. Laughter. So, let us close the door, and let's just try for a while, just experiment for a few days with this, of calling Ascended Master Management into your outer world conditions. But manage yourselves first. Call Ascended Master Management into yourselves to manage everything within you, because the Ascended Master's management will not allow anything to be out of balance. Now, this will be of a most illumining activity within you. You ask us to manage you, but you must cooperate with us by placing your beloved I am presence first, and then holding the feeling quiet, and as soon as that stillness comes within you, the door is open. Your higher mental body's faculties, just as clear as crystal, will fill the outer intellect with that which you next require, and will give you the reasonable explanation of everything. Your mental confusion will be gone. Your comprehension will be infinitely more rapid and complete. You will see the pictures that will bring you great joy, and you will lower those activities into outer use to bless your fellowmen. Beloved Elohim Cyclopea